0: Kids, go and shag your balls. Hello and welcome back to Talking Shit with a Yank and a Brit. How you doing, Kate?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm good. Very good. Um, Just come out of a little band rehearsal. How'd that go? Yeah, it's good. Um, It's like band camp, but no one stuck a flute up their pussy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So when you have rehearsal, is that like, what's that like? Do you guys have a plan or do you just
0: wing it like we do with this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It depends on what we're doing, really. Sometimes we have um certain songs we want to work on and practice those. Um, but at the moment we are working on new material. So we might have a little jam or work on and relearn like old songs that the band wrote years ago that we might want to play around with. Um, and that's what we were doing.
1: Original stuff? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I
0: mean, Do you I'm guys not ever
1: of... oh Sorry. go ahead. No, you go. <laughs> I insist. Go.
0: <laughs> um, I don't write much, but Chaz does. So we look at his songs.
1: It, do you guys ever have creative differences that result in almost splitting up?
0: <laughs> no, it's not got that, <laughs> that bad. We've been friends for so long now that it's, it's pretty simple. But we have been having a very long discussion on the band name. Um, We've changed it like three times now, and then we decided on one, but now it seems like we're backtracking and going back to another one.
1: So you had band practice yesterday. It went well, and I realized yesterday when I was chatting with you, um, when you were with them, that I've never met Jemma.
0: Have you not? mm I don't think so. Hmm. Him and Chaz have done a lot of traveling over the years, so maybe that's why. Hmm. But next time you come... I want introduce
1: you. Finally have that introduction. So, yes. and I was kind of giving them shit because I don't think either of them or maybe one of them hadn't listened to the podcast, and I was like, that's really fucked up, but <laughs> I think we have sh- I've shamed them into now being rabid fans. Yes,
0: <laughs> they have now listened, um, so... That's good. <laughs> good.
1: Oh well. So you had band practice. I had um, not a lot on, but I did recently uh, become a clergy because Ooh. I was asked, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, pretty official. I was asked to officiate a wedding this summer for some dear friends of ours, Matthew and David. And I had to go through a process so that I could do it legitimately to make sure they were married.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would help, wouldn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah. And it just seems like kind of a joke process. But it's, you know, I went to a website of a organization that's like, pay us some money and we'll make you official based on the state that you're in. And now I have, you know, a credentials of ministry card and a little badge that says clergy and a little certificate. And it's all. Very official. So I can do weddings anywhere in the state of Minnesota now for anyone who's interested. Oh, great. Okay. So it's that easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. My fees are very reasonable as well. In fact, just <laughs> let me eat food at the wedding and maybe have some drinks and that'll be it. Cool.
0: I'll keep that in <laughs> mind. I mean, I'm probably not going to get married anytime soon, but I will. Does it last forever or do you have to re- like renew it?
1: I don't think it expires, but um, for maybe, like, the jurisdiction you're in, you might have to go and re-register there, so.
0: Okay. Well, that's exciting. Do you feel nervous Mm. about doing it?
1: I do. Um, It's it's this September, so there's still time, but I just want to do a good job, and I want to make sure, you know, I say the things that they want me to say, and so Mm. I very much want to get type A about it, and, like... Schedule meetings with them and individually and together and follow them around for a while, <laughs> even <laughs> though I've, I know them well. I probably don't need to do this, but follow, study them and really kind of um, try to get into the role of officiant, but also them so that I can really speak to their love and their Aww. union. <laughs> I'm going to make people cry. I, I, it's my goal. <laughs>
0: I'm sure you will. It's mm-hmm. going to be emotional. Mm. yep so actually while we're on the subject um weddings in america seem slightly different to those over here in the uk
1: they do uh and i don't think i ever really thought about it until maybe we were there last summer and we attended two weddings Mm. And I think there, I'm, there's some similarities. Obviously, it's a big party yeah. ceremony, all of that. Mm-hmm. But what did you notice for our wedding that seemed
0: unusual? So, first thing was the dress reveal. Okay. So in America, you reveal your dress to your groom. And yourself, obviously. (laughs) Not just the dress. (laughs) You in the dress. (laughs) And that happens prior to the ceremony, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. And, you know, I don't think I really knew about that until I was in a wedding, and actually the wedding that I met Sean at. And I remember, like, the bride going off to basically have a little photo shoot of that kind of first look. And Mm -hmm. being like, Oh, that seems like I don't want to do that, but that of course we did it and it was so awkward. Like those pictures from <laughs> <laughs> they're not good. <laughs> and I don't think Sean and I really knew what to do with ourselves and like how to handle it. Yeah, and also it it's it just seems kind of dumb i don't know that's a that's a tradition that i think's kind of dumb but it very much is a tradition whereas Mm. in in england is it like the first look is
0: when the bride's walking down the aisle yeah and it's traditionally known that it's bad luck for the groom to see the bride before that moment in time
1: so Um, that's true here too i don't know why this first look maybe maybe we've changed the bad luck yeah to as long as it's not before, the, yeah, maybe it's not before the ceremony anymore. It's just, yeah, I don't just know. Yeah, just the wedding day, maybe. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I remember Sean mentioning that when we were all sort of getting ready for the wedding. And I was like, what the fuck? You're going to see her before the wedding? And he was like, yeah. I was like, that's new. <laughs> I've never <laughs> heard of this before.
1: Yep. Well, and one thing that I've said a lot about weddings is that they're for they're for other people. Yeah. You know, and so I realized that I could have been like, I'm not doing that, but probably because I thought maybe, I don't know, people wanted pictures or Sean or I don't know, Mm -hmm. but looking at, I'm not very photogenic. And so I'm just like, these are all really bad. (laughs) Oh, shut up. (laughs) I just, you know, it's like, oh, I happen to be kind of looking a certain way and I've got seven shins in this picture. Cool. (laughs) Fantastic. I've always wanted that many chins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just b- blow this photo up and put it right on our
0: wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so ceremony seemed pretty similar. I remember crying mm-hmm. during your vows, actually, which I did Aww. not expect to happen because I'm um, not very emotional at weddings. Actually, no, that's a lie. Now I'm getting older. I get more and more emotional because I'm just a blubbery mess. Mm-hmm. Um was it because you're like, I just never thought
1: Sean would ever get married. <laughs> <laughs> never thought we'd
0: see the day. <laughs> no, it's <was> just, <laughs> just really sweet and really honest and uh like genuine. I've only ever been to kind of church weddings in England up until that point where the vows are sort of very Bible based. Mm-hmm. Um and they're all very much the same, the you know, the vicar says something and you have to repeat it um i would never seen a wedding where it was like personalized vows oh so that was nice I have been to them since in the UK Mm
1: -hmm. well you know I think that's yeah I've been to a bunch of different weddings of different religions and different styles and stuff too um and I think I just I kind of just wanted to get it over with first of all
0: Yeah, I remember you and Sean talking about it, like in the days on the lead up to the wedding, and you were both just like, I just wanna I just wanna get it done now. I'm sick of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I going I think that's part of the thing with the first look and all the pictures and stuff, is I'm just like, I this is stressful and I'm not mm. actually really enjoying myself doing this, like the pictures and all of that, just because it was really uncomfortable. And uh so the hope was we could make kind of the ceremony the shortest bit so that we can get to the fun bit really fast
0: yeah nice yeah i've been to weddings i think it's catholic weddings here where the ceremony can be like an hour and a half Mm -hmm. that's too Mm -hmm. much guys singing
1: up stand up sit down (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i also neither of us are super religious Mm. um and so i think both of us agreed that we what would be the point of having a bunch of biblical and religious dogma in our ceremony if that's not mm-hmm. really kind of how we operate? Yeah. So uh, my step he, my stepdad officiated the wedding and he wrote some really nice kind of like personalized stuff too. And then we had our mm-hmm. vows and um, I think the whole thing lasted probably 20 minutes.
0: Yeah, I remember it being quick and it was super hot that day as well, wasn't it?
1: shockingly i mean considering that early in may we've had snow yeah and it's you know it's end of april right now and we had snow two days ago so mm. it was always a risk but i think we lucked out the one thing that surprised me about my own wedding was getting pelted in the face with rice <laughs> as i walked down the stairs so and bye everyone thanks for that
0: <laughs> i think they banned throwing rice here now is that what you threw at me or was it something else? Birdseed, maybe? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. I think it might have been birdseed. I wanted to attract <laughs> all the birds to mm-hmm. your hair.
1: Yep. Yep. And then I got attacked by a bunch of birds and had to go to the hospital. So that was fun. And that was the
0: end of the day. Mm-hmm.
1: Everyone so... else had a really fun party and I had to stay at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, after that,
0: did you do pictures after that, after the ceremony or was it?
1: Yeah, you might remember everyone went in to kind of have like a cocktail hour, and we, yeah. we, you know, we we were poor, so we only were able to put so much money behind the bar, <laughs> and uh, we were out taking pictures, and I think you know the kind of open bar went within like twenty five minutes, and oh. we were <laughs> probably out there for an hour, and I was like, oh fuck,
0: I didn't feel bad though, like barely anyone pays for the bar these days in normal working class weddings anyway
1: (laughs) yeah I've just been to some with open bars and I was like I wish I wish Mm. because that's one of the more expensive things I mean the venue that we had was the the biggest cost but I think it was worth it because we could have everyone kind of stay there you know Mm -hmm. um but the the, we did pictures then and I I don't think they took too long because I was kind of like okay that's plenty we got enough (laughs) and looking back at them it's just like None of these really are that great or anything that I look back on fondly because that's not who I am as a person, really. But, you know, then we came back in, dinner, speeches. That's when my dad did his speech and flamed me with my embarrassing childhood behaviors and stuff like that. And do you remember the DJ who gave this, who spoke? Do you remember? No. (laughs) Oh, God. It, It was so awkward. She was like someone I met briefly and she decided to take the mic and talk. And Sean and I were looking at each other like, what's happening right now? Please stop talking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) God. Well, this is what I was going to mention. Because this was the first difference um, I really noticed in like the, like procedure of the day was the speeches. -hmm. So I remember, um, obviously, Alex and Keith were Sean's like best men. Mm -hmm. But he could, I think he'd only told them the day before that he wanted them to make a speech. (laughs) So (laughs) they were like, oh my God, I've not written anything and (laughs) really worried about it. And so it came to do the speeches. Now, in UK weddings, it tends to be. Um, like the bride and groom will say a little something or other thanks for coming and they thank all their groomsmen and bridesmaids and then the couple's parents will say something and then like usually the best man gives a speech and that's it
1: mm-hmm.
0: whereas in I mean I don't know if this is every wedding but in your wedding it was like everyone involved <laughs> gave a speech <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think ours was probably a little unique because typically it is, I mean, if anybody wants to speak and like the bride and groom are cool with that, then I think I've been to weddings where a bunch of people do speak. Um, and I, I didn't intend on speaking, but what happened is the mic just got passed down. Yeah, it just
0: head. got passed down the table, <laughs> didn't it? We were all looking at each other like, when is this going to end?
1: <laughs> yeah, yep. Thankfully, everybody's was pretty short. Yeah. Uh, but then it went into the audience and then re- like my uncle Mike. <laughs> talk I think (laughs) and it's like okay (laughs) and like I said then the DJ (laughs) but uh I think the tradition is yeah it's maybe maid of honor best man maybe father of the bride father of the groom Mm -hmm. that's kind of it and then I you know I said thank you for coming I was like thank you thank you Thank you, because <laughs> I didn't prepare anything. Uh, we're we pretty bad at like I think following some traditions and then other ones that I didn't want to do. Like we did, you know, I didn't want to do the dollar dance. Yeah, we did. And I think if my dad and I had our way, we wouldn't have done the father daughter dance. But it was kind of it was kind of funny because really I was just looking at a picture from us doing that the other day, and you could tell. We both hated it because we both felt so awkward, but uh-huh. it also was kind of cute in how bo- uh, how we both felt so awkward. Yeah, <laughs> and we're like, when is this gonna be over? And I was like, Dad, I tried to pick, I tried to pick this like shorter song. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So again, that's another difference we found was the dances. Mm-hmm. So obviously here. It tends to just be the bride and groom do their first dance. But usually about halfway through that, everyone just joins in. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what I kept trying to do. (laughs) (laughs) You could have. I would not have cared. (laughs) I can't remember who it was, but someone like angrily was like, what are you doing? No, you can't join in. And I was like, what?
1: Like... (laughs)
0: I would have what loved that, to be in? honest.
1: I should have said, it's fine. Like, get, you know, we can have a minute if people care about pictures. But again, like, I don't care about pictures. And I think that's what it is, you know? Mm. Um, And then, like, the symbolism of it, I suppose. But th- that's what I liked about um the weddings we went to last summer is that, you know, um, Charlie and Silas's, for example, theirs was so cute. It bearable. was. A, a choreographed thing, and then yeah. everyone could come out. That mm-hmm. was, I really liked that. And um, I can't remember for Wicks and Vicky's, did they have a first dance? I yeah, think they, they did. did. Yeah. But it was also like at some point, I think everyone just everyone joins joined in. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. So for yours, it was you and Sean danced.
1: Mm-hmm. Then
0: you do another dance called the Dollar God. Dance, which I again was like, I was like, what is this?
1: Yeah, you get paid. <laughs> I've never heard of a dollar dance. I mean, it's okay. kind of cool. You get paid to dance with the bride and the groom, or the bride and the groom get paid for people to dance with them. Yeah. I hate it. But I think, you know, we made like 500 600 bucks, which was kind of cool. I oh, really?
0: <laughs> Pretty yep. good. And then you had uh father-daughter dance, and then now, it was the sort groom of. and his mom.
1: So um, it was first dance, father-daughter, groom our son, mother, whatever. Um, yeah. And then I think the dollar dance. Or maybe we did oh, the okay. dollar da- We did some dancing and then we did the dollar dance. I don't know, honestly. I just did what I was
0: told at some point, so. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to dance, okay? I go to a wedding and I want to get on that dance floor ASAP. <laughs> I was like, I can't keep dancing on the side.
1: You had plenty of time to get dancing in. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the other thing that I appreciated about the weddings in the UK was, um, you know, they didn't do, like, I don't think anyone did, like, the garter shit, which I think is really kind of gross. You know, have you seen those where people, like, the bride sits in the chair and the groom, like, uh, sexually pulls it
0: off. Why would with- you want to do that in front of your parents? It's,
1: yeah, <laughs> I agree. We didn't do it, but it's one of those things... And I, I think you knew this. We I I DJed weddings for a while and mm-hmm. did like DJed karaoke for a while, and so I've seen a lot of different things at weddings. There's another one where people, like they sit the bride and groom back to back, and then they ask questions, and it's like who, who is the messiest, and then they like hold up either uh, the bride yeah. shoe or the groom shoe, and you know there's the the bouquet toss, and I think it, it, like kind of there's an equivalent to the garter toss for the groom or maybe the maybe the garter toss is the equivalent to the bouquet toss or something like that and I did throw my bouquet I think my cousin Levi got it didn't he
0: how oh, did he <laughs> yeah
1: he's so freaking tall he just like his <laughs> arm <talked laughs> <out> there. <laughs> yep pretty much he just like reached over <laughs> and grabbed it I, I think he did I can't remember for sure Levi you'll have to correct me if that's wrong um but I just like I said, it's for other people, and there's a lot of just things that I think people enjoy, which is why you do it, you know, and then mm. you cut the cake and shove it in each other's face and all of that. Um,
0: yeah, I do love going to a wedding, because it's just a, a huge all-day party that you've not mm-hmm. had to do any organizing for.
1: Yeah. Brilliant. Unless you're in the wedding party, which yeah. I suppose when you came over to ours, um you got to just enjoy it and not being involved in it. But then mm-hmm. you were in Charlie's as a bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. So
0: there was a lot more hey, to it hold for on. that one. I was the maid of honor.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. You mm-hmm. were the maid of honor.
0: <laughs> I forgot. My bad. My but again, bad. I had, I mean, me and Charlie are pretty sort of laid back and, you know, aren't the type of girls that have spent years dreaming about our big day. That's mm-hmm. not us. So sort me of when either. it came to it, I was like, um, what, what are my duties as a maid of honor? Like, what what do I need to do? And she was like, I don't know. (laughs) Just be here, make sure nothing goes terribly wrong. Help me with stuff. I was like, okay, fine. Uh,
1: My maid of honor was my friend Lauren. And I think she similarly was like, am I supposed to be doing stuff? And I (laughs) go, you know I, I, I don't think so. But then I have like my mom and other people saying, no, she's supposed to be organizing the bridal shower and the bachelorette party, and this and this, and I was like, no, I'm not, she's not, she's not doing that. (laughs) She's not going to do that. We're not.
0: Yeah, that's (laughs) the only thing I did know that I had to do, was to organize the hem party. Which is kind of a fun thing, right? Yeah, it was fun, but it was a, it's quite difficult organizing, I think it was like Mm -hmm. 13 women to all be available on one day and all enjoy all the activities. It was really good in the end, but it was quite stressful. Yeah,
1: what did you do again? Because I was—I remember being sad that I couldn't go. So we—I wasn't invited either.
0: But (laughs) well, it's because you live so (laughs) fucking far away, Kate. We did uh, during the day. We did a dance class. So we did like a Lindy Hop dance class. Oh, fun! Um, And initially, Charlie wanted like a, a pole dance class that uh, ho yeah <laughs> which would have been really fun but no one wanted to do it oh i would have so i just i would have broke something but i would have Yeah, same. <laughs> but i needed a certain amount of people to do it in order to justify yeah. like the cost and the class so that then got changed to a lindy hop dance class which was really fun and really funny um and then we all went out in the evening. To a um like burlesque and drag show. Mm-hmm. And again, that was a lot of fun. We drank a lot of cocktails. Um, and generally, I just had a wonderful time.
1: Nice. Yeah, it was really good. I think we need to normalize having... I guess we'd have to call it something else. Cause, and I do think it's interesting that you guys call them hen and stag parties. And ours are just bachelor and bachelorette parties. But... Yeah. um. Are Hindus right? Mm-hmm. And but normalize, uh, basically just going out to celebrate something and m- making that person wear dumb sashes and hold a giant inflatable penis or something.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> Charlie was quite vocal that she did not want like penis straws and things yeah. like that. She didn't want it to be cheesy or too over the top. But I did buy sashes because I was like. You have to have something a we little We need people bit to in. know
1: you're a bride. Yeah. yeah. So for me, um, I kind of, I, I was very blessed that I had a lot of people who wanted to kind of do stuff, like two of my friends, um, you might remember Casey and Jamie, who mm-hmm. kind of helped with the stuff at the lodge too. Yeah. Um, they put together a co-bridal shower so it was really like me and Sean and all our friends and stuff and I just wanted to hang out like if we're gonna have a party like fine but no one needs to bring us gifts and we we got some which was great but we didn't need to and I remember (laughs) sitting around uh opening them and one was a vibrator (laughs) from my friend Brittany's mom and I was like oh (laughs) my mom my mom's right there and that's fun thank you (laughs) but I think that's kind of I don't know if you guys have bridal showers or not but like i think it's a little bit of like you give the bride gifts for
0: the honeymoon i don't know (laughs) i guess some people probably do i've never been to one though
1: so it's kind of like a baby shower you Mm. know like and then you also have to get him a wedding gift too so yeah things like that do seem to be
0: coming over because we never used to have baby showers here and now that's a thing yeah um
1: No, you made us, you let us all know how strongly you felt about baby showers. And (laughs) I think what you said was, I'm not going to get you a gift for not wearing protection or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, episode one. (laughs) I'm so lovely. Mm. (laughs) It's fair though. I, it's, it just, I get, I get why people do it because it's kind of like, you know, housewarming party too, Hmm. or even getting wedding gifts. It's kind of to start. The new life, but it also, yeah. I don't know. Don't wrong, like, right, I love, love a party,
0: but it's just like, it's the forced fun. Yeah. And the pressure of having to buy decent gifts yeah. for people. Like, birthdays mm-hmm. and Christmas is enough. <laughs> it's <Right>. enough pressure. <laughs> I,
1: I agree. That's why we didn't want gifts. In fact, we're like, if you want to get us anything, just give us money so we can pay for this wedding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh Oh, it was a great day, though. That lodge was awesome. Yeah, it was nice. Um, I also remember the next day having to drive back because it was quite away from where you guys lived, wasn't it? Or where we were yeah, staying.
1: Yeah, in the middle of a cornfield.
0: Yeah. And we'd hired like a big, you know, like a multi-purpose bus. Wasn't
1: it a minivan? Yeah, like a minivan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And I think I think we'd agreed before, like, who was going to drive there, who was going to drive back, and it was my turn to drive back. And I have never been so hungover or so sick. Like, I literally nearly threw up in my mouth about five times on the way back, and I had to keep pulling over. I was like, guys, like <laughs> – but everyone was in the same boat. It wasn't like anyone yeah. felt good. And they were like, we all felt the same. I was like, yeah, I'm, ooh. I'm literally like, ooh.
1: oh it's so Uh, bad you mentioned on another episode about your boyfriend throwing up and passing out early he probably felt the best
0: probably yeah because he slept through the whole thing (laughs) but he couldn't I don't think he could drive because he was too young at the time oh yeah he was like 15 (laughs) he's not 15 (laughs) I'm not a
1: pedophile. <laughs> okay, he was. Just... I think you also could only have how it works here is you can you can add drivers, but it's expensive and people need to have certain like credentials and stuff. So you guys probably just picked a few of you to do it, right?
0: Yeah, I think, and you had to be over tw- twenty-five, I think, or twenty-six. Oh, yeah, and he was probably. Like a, a year under, so he couldn't mm-hmm. drive. He was um, loving life. Yeah, just got chauffeured around for the whole <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh it's good though. Good times.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I think um I
0: was just thinking about that I had two
1: Hindus. One was in Sioux City with Casey and Jamie and some of my like work friends. And I too did not want like big inflatable dicks and all of that, but <laughs> they took me to you know, the one gay bar in Sioux City that was having like an all male review. <laughs> so <laughs> lots of men dancing and it was it was fun and cheesy and stuff and i enjoyed it but i was also like <laughs> this is not my style i would have been fine with just you know yeah. going somewhere and having a couple of drinks and then we ended up some of my bridesmaids and i ended up going to vegas too um which was fun i mean it was a lot because as they say you know the city i think they say the city that never sleeps maybe yeah. that might be new york anyway Uh, And I think there were times when we were up until like 4am and I'm just like, I can't believe it's 4am and, you know, just like constant noise and drinking and it was a lot. And thankfully, (laughs) none of the gals made me wear, I don't think I had to wear a penis. Maybe I had like a crown or something like that, but it was pretty low key.
0: Nice. (laughs) Yeah. That's another thing as well, like hen do's and stag do's can be like crazy now. Like people will go away for yeah. like a week to a foreign country and it can cost Jeez. like a couple of grand each. It's like guys, like <laughs> that's mental. Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess if it's like an opportunity to have a vacation and there's just like a focus. On yeah. It. But I, I just so. don't know if I could, you know, people get asked there's I know some people who've been in a ton of weddings and I'm just like yeah and then every time you have to go away for a week and (laughs) it would be really yeah I don't know if I could do that you know and then Mm. pay for the dress that's something I felt bad for because I would have loved to have been able to absorb all those costs for my bridesmaids but Mm. you know I didn't think I was going to get married let alone in my you know kind of mid to late 20s and I was a public defender, so didn't exactly make bank. (laughs) And I just, so I was really, I tried to emphasize to my bridesmaids, like, I don't care. Pick a dress you like, feel comfortable in. Yeah. It doesn't have to be expensive. I don't, I really don't care. Um, Do as little as, or as much as you'd like. Because like my friend Allison had to come from Ohio. So she, you know, it was kind of a, a journey for her in addition to you guys. Which is why, like, I appreciate that uh, Keith and Alex were willing to be in the wedding. Um, but I also didn't want to put a lot of pressure on you guys because you had to travel here and, you know, the car and accommodation because we couldn't put everyone up in our homes. And so I just wanted to make it as easy as possible and not, like, stressful for you guys. I know those spray tans were
0: stressful, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit stressful. Yeah, I'd never had one before. They're good, though. They are good. Better for you, anyway. Mm -hmm. Better than some bits.
1: So, the weddings this last summer, though, were there things that even kind of deviated from the norm of traditional UK weddings, or do you think nowadays things are, you know, you kind of, it's up to the bride and the groom?
0: Yeah. I think it's just up to them, really. Mm -hmm. I don't know, some people can be really particular about how things are going to go and it's a very regimented day and you know you're gonna have the ceremony and then you're gonna go here for drinks and then we're gonna do this and that but then Mm -hmm. yeah I guess our friends are pretty chilled about it which is quite nice yeah thank god yeah Mm.
1: yeah oh weddings marriage love you're next Gemma and uh you know I'll officiate if you do it in Minnesota Okay. (laughs) Noted. I don't actually
0: particularly want to get married.
1: Yeah, I was the same way.
0: But yeah, maybe, you know, you never know. Maybe I'll meet someone and fall head over heels in love and want to marry them. But uh, one, I don't have the money for a wedding. And two, I don't know, just... I don't want to sound really <laughs> depressing, but I don't know whether I believe in it, if you know what I mean, yeah. just because so many marriages end in divorce and um, yeah. maybe I'll just have a big party, you know?
1: Well, how about this? You just pick a year, a big birthday, and we're just going to have a very wedding-like celebration for you.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would like a nice dress. So yeah, can we do that? Yeah, absolutely. I'll buy you a nice white dress. Shove some cake in your mouth. Get some yeah. gifts. Mm-hmm. Have it Yeah. With whoever the fuck you want. This sounds great.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Into right. it. I'll get to planning.
0: Deal. It's my 35th next year, so.
1: Oh, God. That's so soon. <laughs> can I have a little more time? <laughs> okay. We'll aim for my 40th then. That'll do. That'll do. That'll give everyone time to plan. And if you want to. You can pick where you. If we need to travel, all of that. Cool. All right, deal. And then you'll probably meet your future husband on that day, and it'll, you know, like a fairy. No one will want to come to your wedding because we already basically did that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Didn't you just have a
1: wedding? No, it was my wedding birthday. <laughs>
0: I'm celebrating the love for myself. Okay. Um, Right, I have a question for you.
1: Oh, yeah, go ahead.
0: So I heard something yesterday. uh, And I want to know if this is true. So I heard that in America, the word shag means something different. So I heard that it means to collect or pick up. So, for example, (laughs) a physical ed teacher could say, kids, go and shag your balls. Is this
1: correct? I I am. Am I pleased or sad? I'm not sure. I am one of those things to say it, that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Go shag the balls. <laughs> yep. Go shag the balls. Shag carpet is a type of carpet.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know about shag
1: carpet. <laughs> yeah, but it definitely does not mean to fuck.
0: Really? Mm-mm. Uh,
1: I think Austin Powers actually like introduced. made us – well, I'm sure there's probably other – people probably knew that that was something that the Brits say, but I think Austin Powers really kind of hit it home <laughs> so that when kids would hear their PE teacher say, go shag the balls, kids, then that's going to be the you shake the balls <laughs> but yeah that's that's funny is that what Jam Ed asked you to ask me yeah <laughs> uh, I'd never, I well, didn't know that Hmm. yep and like well I don't know if we use snog in any other context I don't think that's really a, a word here that is used but I know that means to like suck face <laughs> to make out make out yeah <laughs> Oh, awesome. it's funny, but it goes back to, you know, root. I'm going to fucking root you. <laughs> <laughs> Give
0: me a good old rooting. hmm Yeah, that's funny. Oh, that's
1: funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
0: like that. Well,
1: now today I learned, or today you learned, that uh, shagging means fucking and collecting balls, which could be a euphemism for
0: touching balls. <laughs> <laughs> touching them balls.
1: Touch those balls, baby.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. I like that. I mean, I didn't know whether they were just taking the piss because they often do that and will tell me stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I believe it. And then later find out that they were completely taking the piss. So I was like, well, I'm going to ask Kate.
1: (laughs) I wonder how he heard that or learned about that. I'm curious. Yeah, I don't know. Gemma, write in how you know about that, please.
0: Yeah, if you could elaborate.
1: Talk shit to us at gmail.com. Don't forget, we have an email now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'd also like to read you some funny stories I found. Um, yes, please. And I'd also like to use this opportunity again to encourage our listeners to send in any of their own embarrassing stories or, you know, silly situations they've been in. Weird traditions
1: from weddings. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Anything really doesn't have to be anything related to what we're talking about. Just if you want to just share something with us about yourself. Yeah.
0: Okay. So these are, this is like a thread of people um, they've just done something really embarrassing in a stupid situation, basically. So, my dentist asked his assistant to suction, in brackets, the water out of my mouth, but I thought he was talking to me, so I sucked his finger. I'm mortified. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. No. <laughs> Mm, That is making my skin crawl a little bit, actually, because I'm envisioning doing that (laughs) to my dentist. And (laughs) can
0: you imagine?
1: Bless.
0: (laughs) Okay. I meant to say, hold on for a second and give me a minute to a customer. And it came out as hold me for a second. What a Monday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love those. Like when someone's saying, like, enjoy your trip, and you say you too. Yeah. You're not going
0: anywhere. Really. <laughs> or if you just confuse, like, two words. I've often yeah. done it with, like, um, uh, what was the one I did the other day? I think it was cheers and great. And I was just like, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not a word. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was at the airport and the TSA agent told, <laughs> told me to scan my license face down. But I just heard, scan your face down. So I put my face on the scanner and waited. <laughs> I wish this was a joke, but now it happened. And the TSA guy could not stop laughing. And now I have to go into WITSEC. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God.
0: Oh, fucking
1: hell. And the amount of people that were probably there and saw that too, just because airports are so busy. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Just putting your face on the fucking scanner. I feel like I have to go (gasps) die now. (laughs) Yeah. I'm leaving. (laughs) This is like the previous one. So. (laughs) One time I went to hand someone a bowl of hot soup and my brain tried to say, it's careful, it's hot. And here's your soup. So instead I blurted out, careful, it's soup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that, uh, uh, that would have made me laugh a lot if I were that customer. <laughs> 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 it still works. Careful in soup. You know what to do. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you know the one I always do is when the delivery guy brings a takeaway round? And he says, enjoy your food. And I go, you too.
1: Yes, that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: He doesn't have any food.
1: Poor guy's probably so hungry. (laughs) (sighs) What else? This makes me feel better about my life. I'm not going to lie. Same.
0: (laughs) Okay. Was once followed by an oddball in the supermarket. I was frightened, so I started to speed up. So did he. Ended up with him literally chasing me up and down the aisle. And eventually, he caught up and then he asked if he could have his trolley back.
1: <laughs> Why wouldn't you just say, ma'am, that's my cart? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> or, sir. I didn't mean to assume that person's gender, but <laughs> like you're just running up it. You just be like, I'm, you have my cart. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: Okay, I was in a park, and a lady loudly called out, anyone who wants ice cream, come over here. So I headed over with several others. Oh, no. (laughs) She handed out the ices to all of them and then asked me, who are you? And I realized the rest were all her family. 30 years later, (laughs) I still cringe.
1: (laughs) I mean, if you're a little kid, come on. Yeah. I mean, even as an adult, I'd be like, well, I want ice cream.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I'll come. (laughs) Oh, this one's a good one. (laughs) Right. So I meant to say, oh, crap, I left my phone in my car. But what I almost said was, oh, no, I left my cone in my far. And damn, (laughs) wouldn't have that been been embarrassing. But I caught myself. And what I actually said was, ah, my fart cone. (laughs)
1: Imagine being the person hearing.
0: (laughs) Just be like, what? Um, (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, that's great.
1: So next time, let's spend the next week thinking about those moments that now make us lie awake at night and we can share some. I know I've got some because I'm an embarrassing, awkward person Mm. and you know, the Trevor might be an idiot story is one of them, but I know I've got more than that. <laughs> so <laughs> that's your homework. Okay, G. <laughs>
0: okay. I can think of one now.
1: Oh, share it. it haunts
0: it. me. It's just like a really stupid thing, but it's, it's one of those memories that just replays in my head over and over, especially when I'm trying to get to sleep. So I was out to dinner with a load of friends and Someone mentioned seasoning on their food. And at the time, I'd been listening to a Nicki Minaj song a lot, <laughs> where she says, let it soak in like seasoning. So I said that, and literally everyone just stopped and stared at me. And someone was like, all right, fucking hell. <laughs> <And> that just... <laughs> makes my skin crawl. I just think, why did I fucking do that? Like it's so embarrassing.
1: Who I just who are you with that I because I feel like I would have loved that and accepted that. So Thank you. those people need to be cut from your life. I don't <laughs> care if it's Keith or other people that I care about, dead to us. Dead to us. Dead to us.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's just it's one of those little things. I bet no one even remembers it. But I fucking remember it every night.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like the thoughts that you roll through. That's just one of them. Yeah. (sighs) So this, I I guess I do have one that's kind of embarrassing, but it's also kind of sad.
0: (laughs) You ready? (laughs) Okay.
1: Okay. So I, for whatever reason, don't, like, when people compliment me, it makes me very uncomfortable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, one time I was meeting with my boss, and I don't remember. It was probably following a report I had to write or something, and he he was saying some nice things about it, and I started to cry <laughs> because I didn't I didn't know how to react. <laughs>
0: oh, bless you.
1: And then he started to cry (laughs) because he was so uncomfortable and I think he also was like this is so sad that I paid her a compliment and her reaction is to cry because of it (laughs) that so you're both just just
0: standing there crying
1: yeah and his was like a little like I think his eyes just kind of teared up and he kind of like and I was like oh fuck I made him cry um of course, you know, me crying, it's just like tears and I'm just like, mm, thank you. That's so nice of you to say. <laughs> but uh, yeah, not really, I think, shaped our relationship from then on because even now that we're remote and not in the same room, I'm still like so awkward. I make. I think I really make him uncomfortable because
0: of how awkward I am
1: <laughs> that he's like, I need to not talk to you
0: anymore. I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're still remote and not allowed back in the
1: office. Yeah. Oh, everyone else is in the office except for me. <laughs> yeah, the wouldn't the wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> They've just done a really good job with their backgrounds, making it look like they're at home. So like, if she knows we're here, she's gonna come.
0: <laughs> <sighs> oh, that's great. Yeah, really funny. Oh, I love us, it? and we're so awkward. yeah let's try and think of some more of those and if anyone has their own that they want to share that would be super great
1: that you want to share on a recorded podcast with millions and millions of followers Uh please do we'll keep you anonymous like i said Yep. or if you you know if you just want to join in our shame (laughs) (laughs) we appreciate the solidarity
0: shame corner
1: perfect shame corner um so i thought this might be fun i'm just I wanna read you a post. Okay. And basically it's one of those am I the asshole things, right? You know yeah. that? Okay. So I just found one. And I just want to know what what your answer is. And then okay. I'll share maybe what the consensus is too. Okay. So I get to
0: decide if they're an asshole or not.
1: Yep. Cool. So I think it's like you're the asshole, not the asshole, everyone's an asshole. Those are kind of the choices. but Okay, so the title is, Am I the Asshole for Not Carrying My Wife's Purse? I, a 32-year-old male, work fully remote, and my wife, a 30-year-old female, works two to three days in the office. On days where she commutes in the morning, I wake up early with her, make us French press coffee while she gets ready, and I walk her to the ferry, which is approximately a five-minute walk, and then approximately a five to 10 minute wait for the ferry onboarding. On our walks, she insists that I carry her purse, saying that her bag is heavy, that she has to carry it all day, and that if I carry it on the walk, it would mean a lot to her. I told her that she's putting me in an awkward situation where I need to either A, carry her purse, which I would prefer not to do, or B, have an argument first thing in the morning because I refuse to carry her purse. Maybe I'm just stubborn, but to me, carrying my wife's purse and then standing in line with all the commuters waiting to board the ferry as I hold my wife's purse for her commute into work is a bit emasculating and humiliating. She on the other hand thinks that it would be a nice gesture and the fact that the fact that it I find oh there's a typo the fact that I find it embarrassing for me is irritating because I should a care more about what she thinks than what other people think and B be comfortable enough in my own skin not to feel emasculated or humiliated so, What do you think? Am I the asshole for telling my wife I don't want to carry her purse?
0: Hmm. I mean, is she asking him to carry it all the time?
1: From what I gather is it's almost every walk because it says on our walk, she insists that I carry her purse. So each time he walks her to the ferry and it sounds like then they get on the ferry together and he holds it on the ferry for her too. Wow. Um, Or she um, wants him to anyways.
0: Yeah. I mean, I kind of see both perspectives, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I don't really know. I mean, I think it's okay to ask a guy to hold your purse like every now and then if it's super heavy. And they don't have to. But equally, he's doing a nice thing for her by waking up early in the morning and making her coffee and walking her to the ferry. He doesn't have to do that. And now she's like, take my fucking purse too. But Mm -hmm. I do think he needs to man up in a sense of, like, why do you feel emasculated holding a purse? Get over it. Everyone knows it's not your purse, mate.
1: So I think the general consensus is, is kind of like if carrying a purse for your wife who you're with in the optics of other like from other people and how they're perceiving that you find emasculating like one response was go to therapy. Like, I think if you're really concerned about people (laughs) seeing you with this purse and what they might think, I think they're also going to realize that you're probably holding it for your wife. Exactly. And then they would probably think that's nice. Another comment was... Mm, where is it? Um, the other night at a bar, I asked my partner to watch my purse while I went to the ladies. When I came back, he was gone. My purse was gone, and I was like, "Uh." And then I saw him up at the bar getting drinks, talking with people, and happily parading around while wearing my purse. No <laughs> fragile masculinity there. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I I honestly don't know if people really would think twice about nice. it. And if they did, like, then they're kind of the problem.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I also think, like, girl, maybe you need to. Figure out something else. Like maybe you need a backpack. Yeah, to make it easier. <laughs> and that—that's I think what some other people were saying is, it, it, someone said, "Not the asshole. She needs to find an ind- independent solution here." Um, and someone else said, "Look, I find it h- ridiculous, hilarious when men behave like purses are poop grenades." <laughs> You should really question yourself why you are embarrassed and what she is trying to tell you. However, asking you to carry it every day is also ridiculous. If she can't carry her purse, she should find an independent solution. So I'm kind of like, if the purse is the issue, put it in something else. So maybe he could carry it and yeah. not feel like he's being emasculated. But I'm also like, if for whatever reason, she he can't walk her anymore and she's on her own, is she going to be okay?
0: <laughs> yeah. What was she going to do if he's not there? yeah stop putting so much shit in your bag okay
1: yeah I picked this one because I do think I sometimes get really annoyed by this whole like fragile masculinity kind of thing like oh I don't want to assume gay like that Mm. we sometimes hear and it's really annoying because I it just is like what what is that actually really saying and let's dig into that and there are times when I've heard guys you know say things where it's like oh You know, I'm not going to do that because I don't want people to think I'm gay or a woman Mm -hmm. or whatever. And it's just like, I don't think people are thinking that, you know.
0: It's like this whole alpha thing Mm -hmm. that's going on at the moment. Um, And my thoughts on that are, if you consider yourself or call yourself an alpha, then I'm going to wait for the beta because Mm -hmm. you're clearly full of bugs. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I'm waiting for the round two rollout because you need to do some work on the viruses you have inside you. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I I think one day we should spend some time talking a little bit about like toxic masculinity and some of the kind of uh, pressures that society put on men and this mm. masculinity and kind of perhaps why we see some of the shit we see yeah. and like why... Women have to, you know, moderate their behavior in order Mm. to stay safe and also deal with things, you know, just like, oh, I was just complimenting you and kind of just be like, well, that didn't, it felt gross to me. Mm. And I think I should be able to say that without being told that I need to lighten up, you know. Yeah.
0: Mm. I agree. For another time.
1: Yeah. But uh, if anybody's got some experiences with that that they want to share that we could Used to illustrate that kind of concept we'd love to hear them though i know gemma you and i probably have plenty of our own mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> <sighs> oh, well some fun
0: bants today bit of bants lovely enjoyed it
1: bants. yeah um well i don't know about you but i'm uh I feel like we talked some good shit today and i'm a little bit Shit tired. <laughs> a bit shitted out. <laughs> a bit shitted out, as they say. Yep. But um,
0: until next time? Until next time. G-Bag.
1: Remember when I was telling you the other day about how it's hard for me to leave my home because I don't want to leave my blender?
0: Yeah, your emotional support blender you called it, which I thought was weird and maybe a little problematic.
1: I said it feels... Like my emotional support blender because of how many smoothies I make and how good I feel these days because of them.
0: Okay, go on.
1: Well, I found something the other day that may solve my problem.
0: Oh, tell me more.
1: I discovered this thing called BlendJet 2. It's a portable blender that you can use basically anywhere or anytime.
0: Seems messy.
1: I know, but it doesn't look like it is. BlendJet 2 is portable so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym or even a margarita on the beach.
0: More like a margarita at work, know what I'm saying? (laughs) Or that.
1: But it's also small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house and it lasts 15 plus blends, and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself, Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. So, not messy at all, I don't think.
0: Okay, I'm intrigued. And now I want a margarita.
1: Me too. It looks like there's tons of different styles and colors, so you can have a margarita blend jet for work, a protein blend jet for the car, and a- Soup blend jet for the forest? (laughs) Sure.
0: I want the camo one because I am a certified badass.
1: (laughs) Just don't lose it in the
0: woods. Okay, so what are we waiting for? These look awesome.
1: I know. What are you waiting for? Go to Blendjet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the promo code TSPOD12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Blendjet feels so strongly that no other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They'll guarantee you love it or your money back.
0: Gotta love the confidence and the ability to blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. Go to Blendjet.com and use the code TSPOD12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal
1: ever. I'll cheers you with our Blendjet margaritas next time I see you. Brilliant. Cheers.